Welcome to the Influentials Podcast. My name is Joy England and I am the host of the Influentials. The mission of the podcast is to share the groundbreaking stories that shape all of our lives. Everyone has a story and the Influentials is here to give you the platform to share the good, the bad, and the ugly of yours. All right. Welcome back to the Influentials Podcast. And I am honored and absolutely ecstatic to have our neighbor here and soon-to-be excellent friend, Billy Cardone from Exit 82. We're so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. It is a joy, no pun intended, (laughs) to be here. (laughs) Well, we have been, full disclosure, we have been chatting it up. So we are ready, ready, ready for this. I'm just going to jump right in. For the audience, for everybody who's been listening, tell us a little bit about you. Absolutely. So my name is Billy Cardone. I am a very passionate and enthusiastic local of Tom's River, New Jersey. I was born and raised here and I grew up as a huge theater nerd. Okay. So I was a theater kid, did all the plays in school. And then around the age of 19, my best friend and I went to college together in Staten Island the island of no palm trees. <laughs> and we both majored in theater and arts administration. And we were very into doing theater and musicals and stuff during the summer. And we looked at each other one summer when we were about 19. We were like, you know what? We have enough resources, enough friends, enough talented people in our area. Why don't we just start a theater company in our hometown? So Exit 82 Theater Company was born in about at, around uh, March twenty. 2009. So around that time, we filed to be a 501c3 and the rest is history. So we started out by doing musicals every summer locally at schools. And then as we started doing that a few years, parents would come up to us and say, well, what do you have for kids? So then we started to go back to the drawing board and then we established our Creative and Performing Arts Academy, which is a young educational program for you know, young future stars of Broadway and just local kids that love theater. And then from there, we started to expand our season, doing more shows and um, more musicals, more kids programming. And Exit 82 just started to grow and grow because Tom's River doesn't really have a theater outlet for the theater community, right? So we started to realize that we were tapping into a lot of people that love this and enjoy this. So ever since then, it's just continued to grow every single year. So now it's about... 13 years in business. And I would say about in 2019 was the time. Well, first, let me backtrack a little bit. 2017, we had the opportunity to work on a show that kind of opened our eyes a little bit to what the power of theater and what the power of theater community Mm. can do. So in 2017, that's kind of when my business partner and I looked at each other and we were like, wow, this is so much bigger than doing a production of, you know, Music Man or Fiddler on the Roof. Right. (laughs) This is actually, this theater can mean something to people and theater can make people, especially young people, feel included, safe, heard, seen, all of this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So 2017 was kind of where we took a shift and we were like, wow, this is more than just putting on plays, right? And then in 2019, is when we kind of planted our roots down here in downtown Tom's River. And that's when we put up the first visible pride flag in Tom's River. And that is kind of what unleashed our true mission of Exit 82, which is not only to put on high quality, really awesome theater, but to also provide a safe space for people that want to express themselves. So in a nutshell, (laughs) Exit 82 is just this nonprofit organization that was established by two passionate locals 
who not only want to provide high quality and innovative entertainment through theater, but we also want to create a safe place for all people to express themselves and to be seen and to, you know, live their lives. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I absolutely love it. We're going to get back to Exit 82 sure. because you guys are phenomenal. Thank and you. we had a chance to participate in the Pride event oh, this yes. past year. So that I want to talk about that for sure. For because sure. That was amazing. But I want to talk a little bit about you. Oh, and, yes, yes. Yes. So we, I love to have people on the show who, um, I, f- I feel like every person in the world is an influencer of some kind. Right? Yeah, we sure. know influencers nowadays as something totally different. But me, a product of the 90s, yes. everybody has the power to influence, right? And there's been so many people who've influenced my life. And I've been blessed to be able to influence others and prayerfully will continue to do so. So I want to talk a little bit about how you got to where you're sitting right now and oh, what okay. were some of the... So it's a multi-part question. Yeah. So what, who were some of the people who either, how do I say this? So that you believed were going to be your support system to get you there, but maybe turned out not to be that for okay. you. And who, who were some of the people who helped mentor you and get you through? Because we talk a lot about, we go through to bring others through, right? There's no yeah. point in, in suffering and learning and falling down if we don't share what we've learned 100%. with someone else, you know, yes. because- People like us, we want everybody to win. Yes. You know, I'm not I'm not competing against another woman entrepreneur. I'm not competing against another business mm-hmm. in downtown. I want us all to win. Yeah. So how what I learned, how can it help someone else? So share with me some stuff that pops to mind about when you were coming into your own, yeah. what what that was like. Oh my gosh, this is so exciting. This is an exciting question. Um because I will say, like for a long time, it's it's hard for me to kind of separate sometimes Exit 82 and Billy, right? But this is solely just a Billy answer. Yeah. So one, I my first, for I'm going to start with the people who have, I guess, influence, who I thought were going to influence me, and then maybe were not so much. Let's, yeah. let's start with that piece okay. first. I would definitely say, so this is actually an interesting, just an interesting thing to share that I guess I wasn't expecting to talk about, but... I, like I said, I was a theater kid, right? So when it comes to building, you know, Exit 82 or deciding what I wanted to do when I was a kid, I always was like, Broadway, 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 right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of my life, I pushed forward and I wanted to chase a Broadway dream. I wanted to chase this dream of being a performer in New York, right? And it wasn't until, for a long time, actually, I I would check in with myself and be like, when I would do something great, you know, that I was proud of, I'm like, what's the validation I'm looking for? Broadway isn't a person, so I don't know who I'm looking for to, to validate me. And then when 2020 hit, Broadway shut down, right? Yeah. So I feel like we kind of turned the lights on to what we saw with that industry, the inner workings of that industry. And then I was able to step back and reflect and say, well, what am what validation am I looking for? And then I think it caused me to open up a little bit and say, don't do this for Broadway. Do this for you. Do this right. for the people that you are changing and the people that you are influencing, no pun intended, right. <laughs> <laughs> next door to you or in your life or or that are down the street from where you live. Like that's giving me more fulfillment and that's giving me more light than I think pushing down other people to get a part in a Broadway show. Does yeah, that make sense? Absolutely. So I would say that that's to a generalized Broadway community moment is somebody that I would put a lot of faith in for a long time. And then I realized, I think my personal faith is a little stronger than that. And I mm-hmm. think I don't want to rely on this idea of, you know, a premature 
picture of fame or fortune, whatever that may look like, or success even to what a Mm -hmm. high school Billy thought, like that's very different now to me. So that's somebody where maybe that's an influence that I wasn't expecting to let me down, but I'm kind of glad that it did in a way because Mm -hmm. it's now causing me as an adult to look and refocus on what means the most to me in life and what do I really want out of life. So touching on to the second part of the question, there's a lot of people who have influenced me positively. Um, First person I have to say is my best friend and uh, business partner, Keely. So her and I have been best friends since we were about 13 years old. She was actually the person. So it started when she was the person I came out to first. I was 13, uh, 13, 14 years old. I was very young. We were out, you know, having lunch together on like a Saturday. And we were talking about being gay and what it's like to be gay in this world. And she just kind of looked at me and she said, I, keep in mind, I'm, I'm 14 at this yeah. point, but she's like, there's a whole other world out there of people who don't care if you like a guy. Right. There's a whole other world out there that we don't even know yet. And when she said that to me, it just kind of clicked. And I think from that moment on, I was like, she's right. She is also the person who I have founded Exit 82 side by side with. Yeah. She's the person who I go to for everything and vice versa. And just when I'm ready to throw in the towel with Exit 82 or things get really, really hard, Mm -hmm. she's kind of there to be like, no, no, no. We're not, we're not doing this. Right. So she is definitely somebody who has influenced me a lot and continues to. She's actually like expecting her first baby any day now. So she's, she's probably, you know, home on bed rest right now and (laughs) and talk about influencing me. Like she's a superstar for doing that. Uh Definitely other people are, I have to just say, you know, my parents and my family, especially reflecting as we are starting to build up pride in this, in this town, Mm -hmm. it is a predominantly conservative town. So it's very easy to kind of get trapped in the, the mindset that people around you share. But it wasn't until this pride this past year, I had the opportunity to sit and have a glass of wine with my parents after pride. And they were just in awe of the amount of people that came out and how the day looked in general. And I looked at them with tears in my eyes and I'm like, but you do realize that like, I would not be able to be an advocate for this if you did not open your hearts and minds to me at such a young age. So my parents were extremely, extremely religious when we were growing up. My father is still very into his faith. He was the uh, principal of a Catholic school. He went to Catholic school as a kid. He goes to church every single week. So it's very easy for a young person to look at somebody like that and be like, well, they're not going to accept me. Right. But when I came out at the age of 14, my dad's like, you're my son. God doesn't make mistakes. And I love you. Right. And I looked at them. Yeah. And I looked at them after this past pride. And I'm like, I would not be able to do that. I would not be able to stand in front and be an ally and an advocate for all of those people if I didn't have you two saying we love you no matter what. Right. So the fact that I was very blessed enough as a young at a young age to to not have anybody kick me out of my home or to not have any anybody ridicule me or make fun of me for being who I am, I think that also has allowed me to put myself out there and quote unquote influence people. So right. I would definitely say, you know, my parents and Keely have been the ones that have kind of pushed me through the darkest times. And I'm somebody who, you know, very much similar to you. I love to help other people. I love to work with other people. So I just build, I like to make sure that I have a community of people who appreciate that and respect that about me and will do that for me as well. 
So that's, I I know it's a long-winded answer. No, it's a beautiful answer. It's a beautiful answer. And I am, I am so happy that that is your story, you know, because so many people that I talk to, we all have difficult parts of our story, you know, and it's definitely true that I feel like some people have a way harder journey. Mm -hmm. It feels like maybe was even needed to get them to where they're going. And, you know, we were honored to be a part of pride this year. And, you know, it was my first ever pride event for for really no, I have no idea why it's my first ever, you know, and I just remember standing there and being like, this is amazing. Like it is amazing. Obviously what, you know, the, the message and what the event was about, of course, is beautiful. But the overall, I feel like the foundation of it was just, we are meant to be allies for people. We yes. are not meant to be, you know, cynics. We are not meant to be, you know, hateful. And then the hateful people showed up to yeah. the Pride event, right? And I'm standing at the, at our booth, and right? And I'm just like, this is great. Like, I mean, yeah. we're just loving life. And and I'm like, who, what is this? What is going on? Like, yeah. I, like, I can't even, I'm far enough away that I can't hear it, but I, right. I know something is going on. And my son, Nathaniel, is with me and he's like, oh no. And I'm like, who, what's going on? Yeah, and this yeah. woman comes up to the table and she says, oh, it's the, it's the religious people. And I was like, oh, you yes. know? And then she's like, yeah, they're, you know, they're just, they're just being very hateful and hurtful and all this kind of stuff. And so I looked at her and just kind of without thinking about it said, I'm a believer and my faith is really important to me. And she, she kind of stood back and I was like, no, no, no let me finish. I'm like, that what they're preaching is not what the Bible preaches, mm-hmm. right? We are about love. Yes. We are not about hate. Mm-hmm. We are about all of us are sinners. I got news for you. Yeah. Every last one of us are. So who am I to say that whatever your sin is, is worse than my sin? That's not our job, right? Exactly. That's Jesus's job. That Thank you that that's not our job. Right. I'm just here to love everybody. But that right. is what we're supposed to do. I try to wake up every day and lead with love. That is what I say all the time because I want, I can have hard conversations. I can say things that people aren't going to like, but we can do it with love and we can do it with a, hey, this isn't about you. This is just, like, I don't agree with what you're doing. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Not you as a person, but like, this is not right. And as we're standing there, I'm getting more and more angry because I'm like, this is not what faith is about. Exactly. Yeah. This is not what it's about. First of all, stop trying to make people feel bad. Number one. Right. Number two, you're coming to an event that is about love and you're spewing hate. Like, what's wrong with exactly. you? Like, I was just, it was like bubbling up, Billy. And my son, Nathaniel, was like, Ma, chill out. I'm yeah. like, no, I got to say something. Like, I am pissed, you know? So then they they walked past me and I'm like, all right, let me just, let me bring it down, you know? And the woman, after I finished saying what I was saying, she was like, thank you. Yeah. And I'm like, you got it. This is not what we're about. Yeah. Like you're giving people of faith a bad name by standing here and spewing this stuff, right? So then I was standing on a very long line for a hot dog. Um, and, <laughs> and I'm like listening to them and I'm just like, Jesus. And I just started praying. And I'm like, what do you want me to do? What like the bracelets used to say, what would Jesus do? Yeah, right now? Yeah. You know what I mean? And and being hateful to the hateful people are not is not the answer, right? So I was thankful that I didn't react out of emotion. Yeah. And then this group of young girls, beautiful young girls, walked by and I heard one of the girls say, Oh, but that's not even what the Bible says. And I was like, There you go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like an answered prayer immediately. I literally was like, How What do you want that? me to do? And this young girl, I mean, young girl walks by and was like, but that's not even why, because her friend was really angry yep. and was like yelling back at them, which I, who could blame her, right? But her friend was just like, no, but that's not even what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. And the and her friend calmed down and everybody just kind of calmed down. And I was like, even in 
a hateful situation, that little bit of love. And she said it loud. And I would just happen to be standing right next to her that her friend heard it because that was the intended audience. She wasn't trying to get, you know, mm-hmm. and it just simmered everything down. How lucky for you to kind of see that prayer action work right? and for you to recognize not only is the power of prayer e- existing right now, but I need to trust and I need to surrender my anxieties and say, God exactly. is going to figure this out. Exactly. You know what I mean? And yep. I, and it's so funny that you brought up earlier too, because just t- touching back on my father for a minute, just to bring him back into this, he's an extremely faithful man. He goes to church every single week. He is very, very devoted to his faith. And it breaks his heart to see people using, you know, words and names and things that he praises mm-hmm. as ammunition, mm-hmm. you know? And like you said, it's, it's, at the same time, though, preparation for this, I knew that they came to the first year that we did it, and I knew that they were going to be there again. And my response as somebody who has to take a leading position in this in this festival is they have every right to be here just as much as we do. And the first year that they were there, you have a because we live in a world now where young people, especially following 2020, young people have been cooped up, ready to fight, right? Right. Ready to use their voice, Mm -hmm. ready to stand up for what they believe in because 2020 threw us a lot of things that we needed to digest, right? right? So young people are ready to make their voice heard. I don't believe, I think that that's stooping down to another level. I think it's stronger when you say, you know what, even if you don't agree, thank you for being here. Thank you for, you know, expressing yourself. I'm going to ignore you and I'm going to keep walking. Right. And that's the advice I would go to give young people that day is I would say, listen, let them be here. We have Lady Gaga blasting down Washington street, (laughs) rainbows everywhere you turn. Yep. We have, they're an outnumber here. Right. You are safe here. Yes. They're a little bit of an eyesore and a distraction, but anywhere else you turn, you're going to be hugged with either love, acceptance, visibility, whatever it may be. Yep. So I try to say, let them do their thing and we will do our thing. Right. It's just heartbreaking to see people that are in your situation who do worship, you know, the same God and the mm-hmm. same names that they're, that they're saying. And it's like, you're, you're using this as ammunition and that's right. not what this is about. You, you've missed the message exactly. altogether because if you if you truly do follow Jesus, then you know that his whole ministry is about love. That right. is what it is. Right. So if you're showing up in hate, you're immediately wrong. Yeah. Like, that's just exactly, it. Exactly. And it's I, so simple when it, you say it. It really <laughs> is. Like, that's just, like, you're just, you're wrong on its face. You're wrong. Like, yeah. and, and I just kept saying that to, like, the, the people that were in the booth with me. I'm like, but, th- but this isn't what, you know, I felt like I needed to take up for my homie, which is Jesus, yeah. and be like, no, that's not what he's about. Right. You're pushing all these people away. If you truly wanted people to find salvation and you truly wanted people Correct. to know what it's like to be loved by God, then you don't threaten them. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like that's not how that works. Like yeah. you're saying repent, repent. Yes, that is true. The Bible tells us we need to repent. That's true of everyone. Mm-hmm. That's not just true because you feel like somebody who's gay needs to repent more than you do because you're standing here shaming everyone. Exactly. Exactly. What, like, hello. Yeah. Like, I, I just, it just makes no sense to me to hear them, like, you know, to your point, use the scriptures that I pray over for people to feel better and to feel whole, to try and tear someone apart. I'm just like, how do you go home? How are you writing this in your mind? Like, I don't, are we reading the same Bible? Because I don't get it. I don't understand. And it definitely triggered 
anger in me because yeah. I'm like, no, no, this isn't what it's about. Because I have lived, I am not someone who's gay, but I have lived a life feeling starved of any kind of acceptance and any kind of love. So to have found that in God and to fa- find that in faith, I am like on mission to make everyone feel that. Right. I'm like, I don't care what you do, who you love, what you, that's not my, that's not my job to figure out. I just want you to know what it's like to feel loved because right. it has changed my life. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like it's just, Absolutely. And and you're just kind of bringing up a point where it's like, and, and I, I've had the honor of meeting a few religious groups in the area who, or, you know, faith-based groups, I should say, in the area who have said we have specific, you know, groups for people that are of the LGBTQ plus community, because you, exactly kind of like what you're basically saying is like, we should be doing the opposite. We should be using the scripture or the words that we're praying over to say, no, 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 like, you know, Come together, you know, be not, be not afraid, you know, be anxious for nothing. All of these amazing things that are like, you know, you, you have these really great one liners that are like, damn, that could help me every single day. But then also when you grow up in the early two thousands and the nineties and the easiest, easiest thing that somebody can throw at a gay person is, well, you're going to hell. And it's like, who is it now? Right. (laughs) Hello. See you there. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And let me tell you what, if they're saying that, then they're going first. Exactly. Like it's just that simple. Exactly. Save me because then day. you've got hate in your heart, you know, because right. it's all about what is inside, you know, and the Bible says what is in your heart will come out, right? Yeah. It's not the other way around. It's what's in you that comes out when you are pressured and when you are stressed and when you, you know what I mean? Yeah. That real pieces of you that come out. And my prayer for myself and for everyone is that what's in there is, is good and yeah. not hateful. I don't, Listen, I don't care what anybody does. Not to say I don't care. I don't want you to hurt people. I right. don't want you to hurt animals. Like, I don't, yeah, I want same. you to be good people. Like, I want you to be good people. But at the end of the day, it is not our job to judge that, right? And right. especially in an event like Pride, where I just felt like, well, these are my people. Yeah. And, and I remember saying to myself, well, why do you feel like these are people? Like, I, you know what I mean? Because I'm not, I'm an ally of the community, but I'm not a member of the community. Right. So like, I just remember thinking to myself, no, these are your people. I don't know how, I don't know in what way, but like, these are your people because this is about love and this is about acceptance. And that's what I've been seeking my whole life. Absolutely. You know, and that's it. It's it. And that's the beauty of pride. And that's why this year specifically, we made a really big turn because even my parents, right having that glass of wine, they were like, they were floored by the fact it wasn't, listen, it's not men in leather chaps making out with each other up and down Washington Street. (laughs) You're watching people, mostly young people, Mm -hmm. not afraid to be who they are. Exactly. That is, I'm getting chills talking about it, but that is, I think, what pride is about. Is You can be straight as an arrow, okay? (laughs) But when you're walking down Washington Street that day and they're blasting some great, great song and you want to dance as silly as you want to dance, there is not one person in that area that is going to exactly. judge you. And that's exactly. what it's about. That's exactly is, what it's about. This is a, an event that's led by people who have maybe felt some sort of oppression or marginalized moment. But what we're preaching is everybody can be whoever they want. Exactly. Like if you want to wear a purple wig and heels and walk down Washington street that day, Do we you. will all make right. sure that nobody makes fun of you. Exactly. And that is the most liberating feeling as a human that we could be is exactly. just being our authentic selves. Right. And that's why, yes, it's, it comes from the LGBTQ plus community and, you know, the riots from Stonewall and, and years of oppression and all of that stuff. But what it stands for now is just love and acceptance. 
And it's like, even if you're straight, you can express yourself however you want to express yourself. Right. And that's what the cool thing about pride is. And I'm so glad you had it. You're so glad you got to experience that. And it's reciprocated. We love you and we are your, (laughs) we are your people as well. So it's, it's only going to get bigger and better. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and I think, you know, like we talk about what's in us. Like I always say, you know, to the company is advocates in action. And I always say everybody, I can teach you how to advocate but I can't make you be an advocate. You have to be that. It's got to be in you to, to be that, right? right? And so I feel like that um, that theme of pride, right? That I just accept you. I am at peace with who you are. Like you be who you are is just in you, you mm-hmm. know? And I'm going to switch gears and talk yeah. about the first time we met. Yeah. And the impression that you made on my life. Just in that 20 minutes we sat here sweltering in this hot office. <laughs> Wink, wink, nod, <laughs> nod to the hot office on Main Street, but um, we love it anyway. Yeah, of course. Um, but immediately, and like I said, I have, I am somebody who, um, you know, my childhood was kind of riddled with events of shame and trauma versus acceptance and love, right? And and and, and it is what it is, right? And my whole kind of life, I just never felt accepted. I never felt like I belonged, even though on paper I should fit into a framework that does feel accepted, right? I'm a Caucasian person. I mean, I'm a woman, so that's different, but you know, I should have certain levels of feeling accepted where I don't, you know, whatever. That's just not my story. That hasn't been my journey. So when I, when you walked in and we started talking and I immediately felt like I needed to just share and I'm joy, you just met him. Like, what are you doing? Like chill out. But you looked me right in my eyes and said to me, you be, you're never going to get judgment here. You, you be, you got to cry, cry. You got to laugh, laugh. Let's do it. And I, in that moment, felt such comfort, but it took me a while to process that. And, and it took my therapist as well (laughs) to be like, that is unconditional. That's what you felt. You felt accepted and you felt safe. And it's such a gift and it's such a blessing. And I think it's such a part of you that you may not even realize that you do that all the time, but that is what you put into this world. And it is such a blessing. I mean, such a blessing. Well, I really appreciate that. And and I mean, the feeling is so mutual. It was kind of magic just meeting for the first time. Yeah. And, and, you know, I I saw the adorable logo, obviously the pink, you have me. <laughs> right. it's like you're, the pink color is, is what's right. going to draw me in. But I just think when, and you kind of said it earlier, I think we're also very similar when it comes to how we view other people and how we view our purpose on this world. Yeah. It is we cannot go through this life and this world together uh, alone. We need to be together. You know, we need to help each other out. You know, even if it's just introducing them to one person that could maybe, that's all I want to do. And I just appreciate that, you know, I could be that for you. I know that you are doing that for me as well by letting me come here and speak to you and open up about what we do, I think is just amazing. And I love that you do this and just your whole organization is so special. So the feeling is so mutual. And I do appreciate you saying that. Of course, of (laughs) course, it's beautiful. And I, I left that day going, you know, I always pray for for friends, for true friends. I've never been that person who's had like the gaggle. You know, I was the person in high school, didn't have any friends. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like that was just my story. And so you convince yourself, like, I don't need people. And then you find faith and faith is all about people, right? Like you can't, you know, that's what it's about. And so I pray, I always pray for the right people and yeah. that you're, you're certainly an answered prayer. So oh, you're you. like on the bestie level for me. Thank you. Well, Forever. it's only getting started. Yes, it's it's only heading up now. I know. It's, I love it. I love it. So I want to talk about something we, yeah. I like to talk um, to our guest influentials about, and sure. we talk, we call them groundbreaking moments, right? So 
usually a groundbreaking moment people think of like a big, great celebration. But when I say groundbreaking, I'm talking about a time in your life where the ground broke, something changed and it was irrevocable. And you were like, okay, I got to make a decision. I got to either go forward, which is scary and terrifying because I don't, this either wasn't what I expected. It wasn't the trajectory that I thought I was on, but you know that if you go backwards, the ground has broken there. So you're going to have to go around. You're going to have to work really hard to get back to what you thought was your status quo. So talk to me about a time where you had to make, whether it's with Exit 82, because yeah. I know as an entrepreneur, yeah. yo, that happens on the regular, yeah. or personally, just anything where you feel like you had to really make a choice to go forward and, yeah. and not go and not look back. You know what? I'm actually going to go. So yes, with Exit 82, there's so many, and I love the way that you broke down groundbreaking because it's, it's these are the moments, it's such a double, like I never even looked at the word being used as that because by the ground breaking, it's causing something really, it could cause something really big to happen exactly. from that, yep. you know? Um, so with Exit 82, there's been so many moments like that. And and like you said, running a business, as you know, like you hit them every other week. Right. So, <laughs> but something that kind of infuses both is a few years ago, I was in a, a long-term relationship with, with this guy and he, him and I were, you know, have built a really great life together. We... Um, you know, had all these friends. We were, we were working on Exit 82 together. And then him and I just kind of, we were together for so long that we both realized that we had changed as, mm. as individuals. And we decided to, you know, no longer be together in that sense. Him and I are still very good friends. But being together for so long, no matter what, a breakup is hard, right? So at the time, I was directing one of my first shows all basically on my own. I was doing Little Shop of Horrors across the street at our little theater. And this was somebody that I had relied on so much. I'd built my life around and I didn't know how I was going to keep moving forward, um, especially because he would, he was such an inspiration to me. So something that I just did was poured myself into something creative. Mm -hmm. So by directing this show, I poured everything that I had into this. I let this be my distraction. I let this show be something that can take me away from pain for just a few, for a little bit. And the show ended up being really, really great. It ended up providing a really great experience for a lot of people. And it was a show that opened up the community's eyes to our potential and what XCA2 can do. So from that show, we got some sponsors. We got some people that wanted to get involved more. So I looked at that where Personally, I felt the ground did break. I thought I was going to marry this this guy. I thought that, you know, this was going to be like something that was forever. But when it wasn't, I was like, well, what now? You know, and to the person that I'm speaking about, he is still a very good friend. I will always love him. Him and I have something special that we will always have together. Yeah. And no matter what, I'll do anything for him. But at the time, it just, we both weren't, our happiest and our fullest. Yeah, and yeah. I think it, looking back on it now, I think we're both glad that the ground had to break because yeah. now yep. we're able to build our own ground separately. And now we can look Amen. at each other and be like, what's up? We did right. this, you know, we right. came out the other side. So that's definitely a moment because like I said, I, it was a little, it was kind of personal, but then I used my creativity to, to help heal. Yes. Yeah. That is huge. And so, I mean, preach, preach, preach yes. about the breakup stitch. Yes. Okay. Yes. I get it. I get it. I get it. And I think that's the testament to making that choice when we choose us, when the ground breaks, yes. right? When we talked about before, before we were uh, started the, the session was that we 
you got to put you first. Yeah. You got to love you in a way that you expect others to as well, right? And how we love others because we are those people who are, we love everybody. And I think when the ground breaks, right? I've had times in my life where the ground has broken. I've tried desperately clawing to go backwards, you know? And you've got to now walk around this big gaping yeah, hole and you've yeah. got to really fight so hard to get back. Yeah. When I when all you, to choose the other way, you really just have to turn and go. Yeah. Like it's really sometimes that simple. It's right. terrifying. As you know, it's yeah. terrifying, but it's it in the end of the day, it is the easier decision mm-hmm. for sure. Cause you don't really want to go backwards. You know, you've got to choose you and go into this new season, whatever yes. that is. And whether, you know, that was for you two individually, Exit 82 yeah. was entering a whole new season of that transition of this big show and all that kind of stuff. So it's just beautiful. And yeah. the creative side, you know, I always used to say, I'm not creative. Mm-hmm. Stop telling me to do creative things. I'm not creative. <laughs> and really in prayer, it was like, no, what do you mean you're not creative? Everybody's you, creative. Everybody's yeah. creative. Just because you can't draw something, because I, I definitely can't, um, <laughs> doesn't mean that you're not creative, you know? So I understand having gone through in the past couple of some personal stuff as well. I found myself pouring into what is creative for me. And there really is a ton of healing in that. I'm like, that is why people do this stuff. Yeah. That is and, why people and do it. It's so it. funny because that's kind of like what Exit 82 is too. So like we are at the root, at the core of it, we are a community theater. So yeah. we basically offer up our services so that people can come to a show, volunteer their time and just play, right? Well, we have learned over the years that some people really do kind of need that escape. You know, we have this one woman who sits on our board And she is in almost every show that we do. Her name is Jen. And she is a mom of two. Her daughter actually takes class with us. She is my muse in every sense of the word because she is an amazing mom. She works so hard as, you know, a um, occupational therapist Mm. in uh, school. So she is so, so awesome. And then she has the opportunity to come play with us at night. Like she comes, she arrives at rehearsal, she puts her bags down. She's amazing on stage. She's so smart. She's so fun. She's so brilliant to just share a room with. And she leaves and she's like, well, I feel great. You know, it's (laughs) kind of like her exercise. It's her gym. You know, she comes to us to play. And now her daughter is sharing the passion. And it's like, well, damn, like this is really like, Doing plays can lead to this. And I'm just so blessed that I get to see that side of it because just going back to something I touched upon earlier, I don't know how many times Broadway sees the things that we see. You know what I mean? I don't know how many times Broadway has, you know, the parent of a trans child coming up to you being like, you made my child feel seen today. You know what I mean? It's like, well, that is something that I can say that I've heard and I am never going to be the same because of it in a good way. Right. Absolutely. I I agree. And I always talk about that in regards to like advocates being a grassroots versus, you know, an established company that's out there. Right. And there's nothing wrong with being established and you've got 30 years of track record and you've got all that kind of stuff. And that's beautiful. Right. But what we get to see as a grassroots is those relationships, is those immediate changes. You see what you're doing directly impacting the person you're expecting it to impact, you know, and there's, there's just such value in that, that you can't even, it's, it's just amazing. You know, I would be surprised if I ever did anything other than grassroots because it's, there's that satisfaction in that, that you just can't get, it just can't be satiated anywhere else. Like I get it. Absolutely. And that's actually where, so I was kind of on the fence whether or not this was going to be my groundbreaking answer, but (laughs) I'm currently in a place where I almost feel the ground starting to break, not in a bad way, but just 
something where because I've now come to terms with the fact that, oh, I get a lot of I get I get a lot more fulfillment than I get a lot more fulfillment doing things for other people and doing things for good than I do to make somebody feel good than I do for the fame and accolades, right? Yep. So I'm at a place where I'm like, okay, the second chapter of my life, obviously Exit 82 will always be involved of with course. that. But I'm like, maybe there's a new path out there that I can explore that will then trigger this feeling a lot more where I can mm. make people feel good all the time or yeah. I can make people feel seen, special, whatever it may be, you know? So it's funny just to kind of take all of those things that you're learning through the, and then just still apply them. And it kind of makes the journey a little bit more bearable. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I completely get that. Yeah. And I think, I think we have some interesting conversations off mic yes. about what those opportunities, but so, okay. So talk to me about Exit 82. What are some stuff that you've got coming up sure. if people want to get, if they want to partner, if they want to come see, if they want to support, they want to take some classes, whatever it is, yes, yes. How, what's going on? Perfect. So we are actually, you know, rounding out the year, you know, the theater community and the theater world has been so bonkers the past couple of years. So we're now in a place where we're ready to pivot if we need to. The rest of the events that we have coming up for the rest of the year are events that we do frequently. They are annual traditional events. So in October, Halloween weekend, down here in downtown Tom's River is... We have one of the largest Halloween parades in the world, something to, I guess, be proud of. <laughs> and then, so that's always a big weekend down here in downtown Tom's River. So once again, Tom's River has not really had this tradition of showing Rocky Horror. Mm. So we are now going to be, we've been doing it the past couple of years, and we've brought out a really fun crowd to come watch this silly, crazy cool. show. Yeah. So this year, we're going to be showing the movie Halloween Weekend. And after some of... The showings of the movie, we're also going to do live band karaoke upstairs in our theater. Oh, cool. So we're really trying to partner with the businesses down here, the brewery, the distillery, really give people a fun night out around Halloween time. Cool. So it is our um, Halloween weekend, you know, event, which is on our website. And then in December, every year, we always like to do some sort of holiday tradition and we always do It's a Wonderful Life. We like to tell the story of It's a Wonderful yeah. Life. A lot of other theater companies do A Christmas Carol or Scrooge, which is wonderful. But a story around the holidays that I always need to be reminded of is no man is a failure who has friends, right? Yep. And that's exactly how I like to live my life. That's how Exit 82 lives our life. And as a downtown area with a lot of different businesses, that's how we should all kind of live our life as a Absolutely. community, as yep. a group of people. So we try to put on that show every year. We do it in the form of a radio play. So there's only six of us. We do all the characters. We do all the sound effects. And it's just some sort of, you know, holiday night out that we give to our community. So that's going to be in December. Awesome. And then um, we are going to be having our educational program just started. And they're going to be doing Into the Woods Junior in October, oh. which is going to be very, very sweet. The cast list was just announced. I'm oh, thrilled. Our nice. young performers are so amazing. And I cannot wait to watch them do their thing. Oh, my um, gosh. So, yeah. So we have all of these things that are really coming on the horizon for the rest of the calendar year. As far as people and what they can do to support Exit 82. I always just say, start by coming to see a show. You know, come support the local businesses down here. Grab dinner before, grab a drink before, and then head up and, and see our, come see a show. It's something to do locally. It's a little cheaper than going to the city. It's much shorter than going to the city. We also are always looking for volunteers, sponsorships, committee members, you know, pride 
has jumped from being, you know, a, you know, thousand person event to a thir- over 3,500 person event. Wow. So, you know, building our pride committee, building our programming committee, Exit 82 does have, you know, plans in the future to create a branch where we are just devoted to allies. So we want to create not only pride opportunities, but opportunities for people of color, any but of all different types of genders to be seen and visible. So we really want to keep pushing forward. You don't want to just stop at doing shows. We want to keep being there for the community. That's how we've gotten here this far is by listening to what the community needs and figuring out a creative, fun way to present that. So we're always looking for volunteers, you know, sponsors, supporters. We are currently looking to expand our board. So if people want to have the experience of sitting on the board of an arts organization, we definitely can use some new minds to help us push it forward. But yeah, I mean, we're we're definitely creating, we're currently talking about our season for 2022, but we're okay. hoping to be back up with some plays and musicals like we used to. Yay! Yeah, yeah. That is exciting. I am looking forward to all of the events. I had Thank no you. idea how much you guys did in downtown. I, I just, I am all about it. Yeah, yeah. Wait. And we're just getting started, which is good. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So the website is... So yes, thank you. The website is exit82theater.com. And you can also follow us on Facebook, on Instagram. If you want to email us, it's just exit82theater at gmail.com. You can look us up on Google. We're all there. Awesome. 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 All right, Billy. So we I love to wrap up every episode yes. with just, just a moment of gratitude. So it could be something you're grateful for on today, something this week, this month, this year, you know, whatever. So I'll start. Yeah. So something, and it's probably gonna sound a little funny, but but maybe not to you. So I'm really grateful today for heartbreak. I'm gonna be honest. I really am grateful for that. Um we've all experienced it. So I feel like it's a common thing that yeah. can bond people uh for sure. But For me personally, over this past week, I've experienced a new level of Mm -hmm. heartbreak last week, but I can say that this week I feel a whole new level of healing. So without that heartbreak, I wouldn't have gotten to here. So even though last week, if you had asked me, I would not, it it would have been a struggle to to tell you something I was grateful for. Um, But I really am grateful for it on today. And I think it gives us a level of compassion and humanness, if that's Mm -hmm. a word, to be able to relate to fellow people. And so I'm just super grateful for that on today. And of course I'm grateful for you and oh, this conversation. Gosh. It has been amazing and so exciting. So yes, yes, that is my, that's my attitude of gratitude. That's a great, that's a great answer. <laughs> oh my God. Thanks. I'm like, I'm sitting here. I'm like, oh, shit, you well, definitely. I appreciate hearing you say that because especially just some of the things we talked about in our conversation today, like it does, it kind of is very warm to hear you say that in in the way that you did. I always, every single night before I go to bed, I say out loud that I'm grateful for today. And what that means is I'm grateful to have the opportunity to be alive, to be able to do the things that I'm doing, you know, whether it be with Exit 82, being a son, brother, uncle, best friend, you know, whatever I can be. Thank you for giving me the opportunity and the chance to, to be living this life. So like, that's something that I'm grateful for every single day. I too am grateful for you and the conversation that not only we had today, but for this friendship that we've kind of created. I think there's something so similar between you and I, when it comes to how we hustle and how we (laughs) start things and and where it comes from, meaning our hearts. And then I would say definitely the the third and final thing that I'm grateful for is self-awareness. So 
I, I too have been seeing somebody I've been seeing, you know, going to therapy for a while now. And as you know, an Italian man, I'm sure that is like not <laughs> heard of, but I'm very proud of it. As um, you should exactly, be. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that we've, I've learned that there are moments where we're not perfect. There are moments where we maybe let our pride get in the way, or maybe we let, you know, some of our, our emotions take over. And I think the fact of, checking back in with yourself and knowing you're better than that and knowing Mm -hmm. that you can put that aside to move on, I think is one of the most important things that we can do, especially to those that we love to be able to be like, Hey, that was a weak moment. I'm aware that that was, that was not my strongest moment. Let's move forward. I think is the only way that we can get through things without having pride get in the way. So I'm also grateful for that. So definitely, but all in all, I'm, I'm just grateful for this opportunity and you. I'm excited to see where our friendship yeah, goes. Me too. <laughs> me too. It's funny because I always come back. Because I don't know if you know who Joyce Meyer is, but she is big in the um, Christian community. She's okay. a preacher and an author, and she's just awesome sauce. Awesome. Um, and something that she said that I heard once has stuck with me for years, and it is, your who is not your do. Right. So like when you have those bad moments or even when you have those great moments, yeah. neither of those do's are define who you are. Love right? that. I needed who, that. You yeah. are who you are. Like we, be, you know, God makes no mistakes. Right. So God created us the way that we are. You are beautifully who you are. I am beautifully who I am. And whether we go out today and we kill it and we have these great moments where we're the best versions of ourselves or we round out the day and we're like, oh, I didn't really show up so great today. Yeah. You know, either way, we're still who we are. Exactly. And it's so important for us to remember that because the world wants us to, and sometimes our brain wants us to be like, oh, you sucked today. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> or like, you're great, you know? And and then we go the other, we swing the other way. So I just felt like um, that would be a good thing to share. Like I remind myself of that all the time. I'm so glad you shared that because I'm going to take that. Balance. <laughs> I'm going to definitely add it to my little mantras. <laughs> That's a wrap on this episode of The Influentials. I appreciate all the support the podcast gets. And if you haven't already, please like, follow, and subscribe at The Influentials Podcast. See you next week.